0: welcome. Thanks for dropping in to Building Barrels, where we explore the technology, planning, and development of adventure centers using man-made waves to spread the stoke of surfing. My name is Michael, and I'd like you to join me in learning everything we can about surf park development, and together we can build barrels in our hometowns. you heard about the matrix of course you have and today we're going to go over the red pill that's gonna blow your mind or maybe not quite that drastic but at least hopefully it will expand your thinking a little bit in what you can do with your surf parks or your real estate development so what am I talking about well we'll get to that in a moment but just to be clear This is a follow up to my previous post on how surf park development is the same thing as real estate development. Now before I realized that any surf park developer was also a real estate developer, I really had trouble wrapping my head around certain aspects of establishing the surf park business. I had studied a lot, I've got an MBA, and I understood the business model pretty well despite some struggles to make the numbers work. I mean, there's no bootstrapping a surf park. And even after I started forming the idea of a residential and retail mixed-use center anchored by a surf pool, I still overlooked the fact that this was a real estate development. And Once I realized I wasn't just a surf park developer, but a real estate developer, I better understood why the project was giving me such a big challenge. Once I realized I was a developer, I began researching the process and found it to be pretty overwhelming. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I have a significant background in real estate. So I've, I should, have a pretty good understanding of this, but there are so many nuances to real estate development that real estate sales doesn't really cover. And you know, it was difficult to understand the real estate development process. You know, I knew I needed to perform due diligence and I, I knew I needed to reduce my risk, but you know, where do you start? And what are you looking for in the due diligence? I did a lot of searching online and after reading several articles and watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos, I found some good information, but mostly I found house flippers and people or businesses trying to sell their real estate development courses. There wasn't a whole lot of information on like the real meat of real estate development, and how to develop a piece of land. Uh, But then somehow I found a rabbit hole and I went down it I really don't know how I got there, but somehow I found the real estate development matrix. It sounds kind of crazy, but the real estate development matrix really cleared up a lot of things for me. The matrix was developed by a professor at Johns Hopkins University, their real estate program. And... While the matrix looks incredibly complex uh, because it covers the entire development process from raw land to developing the land and then after many years of use, rehabbing and redeveloping the property again into something new. And, And though the matrix looks really complex, for me, it simplifies the process by defining it into seven phases of development. And each of those phases have eight common steps or tasks that need to be performed in various degrees uh, through each one of those phases of development. But what I found most interesting in the matrix is that any of those phases, you could enter at the beginning of that phase and exit at the end of the phase. You don't have to go through the whole development process. For instance, phase four of the matrix is building development. You can buy a piece of land with all the plans in place and all the plans are already approved, known as shovel ready. Maybe there's roads there. Maybe there's infrastructure and utilities in place already. You can buy that piece of land and build the buildings and sell it to someone else who then comes in and leases it out. And that's the next phase. So that's just one stage in the matrix. Now, the more stages that you participate in, And the more value you bring to the project, the more value you create. And knowing this, knowing that these options are there, really opens up the options for your surf park development. So today, we're going to go through each of these stages. We may not have time to really dive into the steps and and get detailed into it, but hopefully we'll at least understand the basics and how we can apply them. I'll start by giving you the seven steps. There's land banking, land packaging, land development, building development, building operations, building renovation, and then finally, there's property redevelopment. That's the entire life cycle of a property. And so, let's start with land banking. This is an easy step to cover because it's a passive stage of development. It's where the whole process starts. property, the piece of land. Land bankers will buy a piece of land, maybe buy a couple different parcels and and put it all together, and they'll simply sit on it and wait for it to appreciate and wait for the value to increase and wait until the time is right and the market conditions are right. To where there's a new highest and best use for that land and then they make money when they sell it. And that's it's strictly an investment. They don't do a whole lot to it unless they're buying pieces of property around it. Once they sell it, another land banker may buy the land and also sit on it or if the buyer has plans for the property and sees a better use of it, then they're going to take it into the next phase, which is land packaging and this actually might be my favorite favorite stage or favorite phase. In the land packaging phase, you're gonna to want to develop a vision for the land. You know, looking at looking at the piece of land and what the needs are in the area. You might need to look at what zoning changes are needed to create that vision. The land packager is going to need to look at what environmental studies or what kind of surveys are needed to create that vision and you know and also look at what other adjacent parcels that might be able to be bought and put together to uh, make that vision even better the land packager sets a vision and creates a plan and cuts through the red tape to make it easier for the next phase and the land packager can move on to the next phase and create even more value or can sell it to another developer, knowing there are less hoops to jump through and knowing that approvals are in place and less risk is involved at that point. And like I mentioned earlier, this is what's known as shovel ready, but the land packager can sell to a land developer who then takes those plans and starts implementing them. He starts putting them into place he starts grading the land, cutting the trees, putting in roads, putting in the infrastructure, putting in the utilities. Drainage and water retention might be built or will likely be built. The land developer may prepare the land for the re- recreation use or some other amenities. He may construct building paths to be ready for the building stage, creating more value there so that the next stage, yet again, has less risk involved. To get an idea as to what this stage actually looks like, imagine a subdivision near you with all the roads and, and everything, the houses there, but then take out the houses or take out the buildings. Imagine what it looks like with everything in place except for the vertical structures. And that's the land development phase. And to put those structures on, that's the next phase, which is the building development stage. And in the building development stage, you can really see the initial vision for the property coming to life. Uh, It becomes much more tangible. You'll see vertical structures being built. You'll see houses or commercial buildings being built. This is where you'll really see the improvements that you're building. Many find this to be one of the more satisfying stages in real estate development because the vision becomes much more tangible at this stage. Some building developers even start pre-leasing the space during during this time but when it's ready the building developer will then sell to an a building operator or or again the building developer can move into the operation stage as well you know especially if they've already been pre-leasing now the building operations stage is where you'll start leasing the, the buildings or the spaces out or selling the buildings or you might be finding tenants or managing the property making sure they're leased out and making sure that the tenants are happy and once the property is fully leased many developers will go ahead and sell at that point as soon as they have it fully leased they'll go ahead and and sell to another building operator however some real estate developers will want to hold on to the property because they want the income and they want to refine the operations a little bit more and make it better and create more value through the full stage once that developer has an operating history and financials demonstrating the income over the course that he's owned it the the property can then be sold to other investors and this can happen over and over again throughout the entire life cycle of the property until there comes a time when the property needs to be renovated. Then the property goes into the next stage, which is the renovation stage. And a developer may purchase a property that is in need of repairs, it's a little dilapidated, and he may come in and make the repairs and improvements, bring it up to code, resolve any issues with the standards, making sure that the property meets the consumer's expectation at the time, and the property may be rebranded or remarketed to attract new tenants or keep the current tenants in place or attract new consumers. And this is another stage that could occur multiple times throughout the life cycle of that property until there comes a time where there's a better use of the property or the property is in such disrepair that it needs to be bulldozed. Uh, And then the property becomes prime for the next phase of real estate development at the very end of the life cycle of the property, which is property redevelopment. This is the final stage of the real estate development matrix. And it's very similar to the first phase, which is land banking, but is obviously different in that the property has already been developed and there are likely structures on it that must be torn down. This developer may bulldoze the structures, mitigate any soil or other contamination issues, and sell to a land packager back at the very beginning of the cycle, thus completing the cycle of development. Now that was a lot, wasn't it? Hopefully I explained it in a way you could easily follow. I do want to reiterate as a developer you have the option to work through however many stages you want to, and whichever stages work best for your circumstances, your abilities, uh, or your preferences. You can even work through the entire life cycle yourself, or just the stages that best suit what you want. Now, here's the big reveal for us aspiring surf park developers. There's actually an underlying opportunity to minimize the risk that you and your investors have. What I realized once I understood the matrix is that if you buy a properly sized piece of land in the land packaging and development stages, you can create a plan, get proper zoning, subdivide it, and maybe keep a parcel for yourself to build your surf park while you sell or lease out the other parcels to a building developer who will actually construct the buildings. If you create the attraction demand to build the residential and retail side of it, the hotel, the resort or whatever is going to go there, that will come. And this of course won't work for everyone or every area uh, or every surf park, but it's definitely something to keep in mind when you're trying to get creative and minimize your risk And in case you get some tough questions from an investor. Anyway, if you like this content and you want to keep up to date on surf park developments, trends, and ideas, or if you're an aspiring surf park developer or an investor or an artificial wave engineer or whatever, please subscribe to my channel, give me a like, comment, share it, and together we can build barrels all over the world. I'm kicking out. See ya.